0: Brighton Talks Sex, the sex Sex. education we never had at school.
1: You're listening to Brighton Talks Sex.
0: Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys and erotica. Hi, you are listening to Brighton Talks Sex and today I'm with Eva Weaver, Hello, Eva. Hi, Michelle. (laughs) Today, um, Eva is sharing with us about genital mapping. So I wondered if you could um, explain to us a little about what genital mapping is, please.
1: Yes. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, probably talk a little bit generally about genitals because Mm -hmm. genitals are still such a taboo. We don't usually talk about our genitals. No. One thing I often say is, genitals are just like faces or snowflakes. They're so absolutely unique and beautiful. beautiful, And it might be, you know, that we feel about our genitals very beautiful feelings. You know, might experience pleasure, arousal, might be a place of joy. But our genitals might also be a place of pain or of shame. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we've experienced that people made comments, or might be we've experienced unwanted touch. Um, so it's not always, you know, a, a, a clear way we feel about our genitals. Um, sometimes we might not have even a name for our genitals mm. or a name that that fits as well um and the other thing is i don't know if you've you've heard that that mention of a genital hole or genital amnesia which just simply describes how sometimes we have a disconnect between the rest of our bodies mm. and our genitals maybe we don't Feel them very well, or maybe Mm. it's a diffused sense of down there.
0: Yeah, you know, rather than often they can be a painful place to go. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. So um, genital mapping is really a way of connecting more deeply with our genitals because how we relate to our genitals really matters. I feel Mm. it has an impact on. on our self-esteem and our self-confidence and also how we relate to ourselves sexually and how we relate to partners or lovers Mm -hmm. so genital mapping is really um, a loving space to mindfully connect with and explore our genitals
0: so how would we do that
1: yeah and we can do that With ourselves, or Mm -hmm. we can do it with a practitioner, like a somatic sex educator or Mm -hmm. a sexological body worker. Mm -hmm. Um, So if somebody comes to a session with me Mm -hmm. in sexological body work, the genital mapping would be a way to really gently explore genitals. Mm -hmm. And that would include the anatomy, and the anatomy of arousal Mm -hmm. as well and so it can be done um, it can involve a mirror and an anatomical um, sheet but it doesn't have to and It's a very collaborative way of working.
0: Can I ask if that's you doing the touching or you are supporting the other person to touch and explore? Yeah.
1: So usually how it would work is it's embedded, first of all, in some other body work, just Mm. a a gentle massage, maybe Mm. a halt that I do. Mm. (laughs) Um, And also conversation, obviously, Mm. in the beginning around... And scent and the round touch um, then maybe a, a, a touch on the heart and the gentles and mm-hmm. then some just some holding on the gentles and some breathing and then yes um, one of the beautiful things about doing this um, with the practitioner is um, that as the person receiving to be really able to to sense and feel into a particular place that I would touch. And the touch would be very slow, very Mm -hmm. mindful in Mm -hmm. a very particular place. Mm -hmm. So it would be, I would say, I'm going to, you know, say if we we talk about um, female genitals at the moment, so maybe we'd start a touch... Um, the outer labia and Mm -hmm. I would ask well how do you how do you call this part yeah and maybe there's a name for Mm -hmm. the person or not Mm -hmm. um and I would touch and there's an opportunity to look or not okay um and so we would give each part attention
0: okay
1: is this internal and external and it can you know it can Mm. include internal touch Mm. um it doesn't have to but absolutely mm. is mm. possible. And so it's an opportunity to really feel every place and to see, well, is there um, a sense of pleasure? Okay. Is there numbness? Mm. Is there high sensitivity? Mm. Um, so they're not just
0: naming the part that you're holding, they're mm. expressing...
1: A feeling that arises. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, a sensation, mm-hmm. and maybe also a feeling. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and in that way, um, I mean, gentle mapping is something can be done just once, but really mm. the deeper benefits is mm. if one repeats it, and it mm. could be one has one session with a practitioner and then practices that mm. on your own, and so for instance, places of numbness then over time might, might gain sensation. Yes. Places that have been hypersensitive and couldn't be touched might be much more able to be included in in, in touch.
0: I suppose yeah. each time we would approach and see something different maybe as yes, well. Or even, absolutely. Or even feel a new sensation. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it can be a really... Um, joyful process as well it can be fun and Mm. also it can be very emotional because if we've been carrying genital shame
0: Mm. which a
1: lot of us have been that can be a really really um emotional journey yes but again then there it's a beautiful way to be held in a space and it's one of the advantages to do something like that, not in a sexual situation mm. with a partner, mm. but in a situation, um, yeah, that's, that's non-sexual and yes. where you can simply be and relax and, um,
0: yeah. Also, I feel with a therapist, we know we're going to be held and supported yes. and, and not judged maybe or mm. kind of sometimes a partner wants to rescues it's like, oh don't be silly that, mm. that that part to me is really beautiful mm. rather than just yeah. hearing how maybe we are feeling yeah um, absolutely, absolutely. It's a different
1: dynamic isn't mm. it absolutely Do, yeah. yeah and I feel there's a lot of shift and change and, and healing that can can happen mm. in that way mm. and it's this learning you know we we you know we haven't learned our sex education is usually has been so basic you know Mm. and and a lot of us have never really mindfully attended to or looked uh, and appreciated our genitals Mm. as well
0: really goes and really just pitched in my mind when we're children and we touch and Mm. look and Mm. um, we get told off yeah (laughs) when actually it's a very important thing obviously because now what you're suggesting is exactly what Mm. children are
1: automatically Mm. doing and inviting that curiosity yeah Yeah, absolutely and often yeah and often we're socialized different as well in terms of our 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 genders you know and and Mm. and girls much more frequently get told off Mm. you know whereas sometimes it's not always the case but might be um yeah might be different yes
0: yeah yes so what kind of um i don't know what to say not the word symptoms what kind of situations is do you feel this has helped relieve mm. people
1: yeah of, and i suppose all genders yeah so i mean gentle mapping can be really really helpful um in terms of when there has been a disconnect from our genitals Mm -hmm. or not quite knowing. Maybe we've never learned about our anatomy. But also in times when when our genitals might change. Mm. So changes can can be, for instance, during menopause or after menopause. Mm. It could be um, after gender reassignment surgery. Yes. Or could be after another operation. Mm. And then childbirth. And childbirth as well, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so, whenever there has been a change, um, gentle mapping could be a beautiful space of reconnecting and, yeah, really finding finding Mm. a place Mm. to reorientate. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, so how how do my genitals feel now? Maybe sensation has changed. Mm. Maybe the look has changed. Mm.
0: Um, it feels like an acceptance as well. Yes. So like when we have an operation on one part of our body, we have to mm. learn to accept that scar or mm. that quiet yeah. change. And,
1: yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, what you're sharing is our genitals are no different from yeah. the rest of our body.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So that's an area. But also, um, we touched briefly on that before. A lot of people do carry genital shame.
0: Mm.
1: So, some feeling of feeling ashamed of how they look. Mm. And of course, that can have a real deep impact, like mm. I said earlier, on how we feel about the whole of ourselves, but also on our sex lives. Mm. Because wherever we hold shame, that holds a lot of, yeah, energy and we hold back. Mm. So... Um, it's the idea of perfection Yeah, or perfect. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really big healing area of, mm. of the gentle mapping mm. and to, yeah, have an opportunity to be witnessed and to be, yeah, lovingly received in that way it will mm. allow person to change their gaze over time their feelings Mm. um about their genitals um and then that can have a huge impact on how how they relate sexually how we relate sexually to ourselves Mm. and, and to another yeah
0: you mentioned um on the actual evening of Brighton Talk Sex a couple of books and I just was it um you handed out
1: Ah uh, yes, and I just—they so were
0: very helpful because they helped um, the audience to visualize how mm. unique and different. Yes,
1: yeah, there were two resources. Yeah, one one was the Vulva Gallery, mm. uh, which is an online resource, um, and they're beautiful, beautiful watercolors um, mm. of vulvas in all their different shapes and sizes and Mm. colors and um so yeah that would be a beautiful resource and Mm. the other um was a a coloring in book by my uh, beautiful friend and colleague um Colette Nolan who passed um Mm. very sadly last February um and it's a beautiful book um, where she gathered drawings of genitals of all genders mm-hmm. um, as a, yeah, as a colouring in a book. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, I love the name of that book yeah, as well.
1: Doodle You Down There. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so often when we go on a journey like this, it is this diffuse down there. Mm. And when we en- embark and when we stay with this journey mm. um all of this down there will become yeah much more of a clear country that we can inhabit um so that's we might way, yeah time. we might um have different names and that's also in a session you know it gives us space to say well how do you call your genitals maybe there are different names and different mm circumstances you know it's different when we talk with a lover then we go you know to have a doctor's appointment or you know if we talk in a different situation and then the the, all the different areas suddenly it's like oh wow you know Mm -hmm. there's so much and and one of the things i have found my own journey also very very powerful is to really learn about the anatomy of arousal so not just what different parts do we have, but how does it work? How does arousal really work? Mm. How does it work in different gendered genitals? because mm. it does work differently mm. you know arousal takes yeah different timing each yeah, even too. though you know you know in terms of our evolution, we come all from the the same tissue you know up mm. to seven weeks,
0: mm. all genitals
1: have you know Exactly the same, and then differentiate, but um, yeah, and to learn about arousal, learn about how does an orgasm really work, all Mm. of that can be, of course, hugely empowering, Mm. yeah. Thank you. And we were talking about how you know how how this might help and support our sex lives, Mm. and I think there again knowledge like in all areas is is power so the more we know about our bodies and our genitals the more we're able to yeah really communicate and ask for things Mm -hmm. we we like we desire Um, I'm also seeing
0: that um, the less we are holding around it such a shame for example the more vulnerable and willingness mm. we are to open up and yes
1: absolutely share and be seen yeah, be seen absolutely because mm. if we hold a lot of shame how can mm. we allow ourselves to be seen or to receive I think yes. has a big big yes. impact on receiving and on presence mm. you know and I think a lot of one of the ingredients of good sex of a good sexual connection mm. with oneself or another Is about presence. How Mm. present can we be? Mm. And I think a practice like genital mapping um, is really supporting that. Mm. Being present in in the whole of our body.
0: Yeah, Yeah. especially if we keep disappearing off into our head, thinking, "Oh my goodness, I don't don't like that bit or that bit." Yeah. And also, um, when you just talk about doodle down there, you know, can this be approached with a quality
1: of play absolutely yeah yeah. so one one of the other things i i encourage people to do is also to draw the genitals okay and it can be quite abstract but it can Mm. be also yeah really detailed so really amazingly meditative and can be beautiful practice Mm. to say ah just, to, and you don't have to show this to anybody, you know, mm-hmm. it can be very, very <laughs> private, or mm-hmm. you can display it. But it's, um, I have found that for myself as well in my own journey with genital shame and, and reclaiming that, that, yeah, sense of beauty to really look, you know, at that mm. wonder that our genitals are. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful, thank yeah. you. And if anyone who can't get to a sexologist or a sexology biology worker, is um, there some home tip that you'd be able to offer anyone who's listening?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I said, you know, you really can do this on your own. So mm-hmm. I'd say, just um, first of all, create your own very really safe space. You know, make sure you're you know you're not interrupted. Um, you're comfortable. Um, you might um, want to go online and, and really print out an anatomy sheet mm-hmm. of your particular genitals. Um, yeah, have a mirror if you like, you know, make yourself comfortable, you might have some music, um, you know, whatever helps to relax, maybe some breathing. Um, you can also include it into self-pleasure because what's really exciting is to um do the genital mapping also in um you know where you really look at genitals before arousal Mm. and then then also what happens you know when there is arousal Mm. um so it could be embedded into that Mm -hmm. um and then like i mentioned you can have um things to draw um, yeah, and just be playful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. have some coconut oil or yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Can I just ask as well what you love most about the work you share? <laughs> <laughs> it's just watching you and and yeah, I can see.
1: Yeah, there is a I mean, spark. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it feels so hugely privileged doing this work because um can be such deep journeys i mean journey around our genitals and generally around our sexuality is so deep you know sexuality is our birthright and our our life force energy Mm. and i mean in my work i support people who who feel disconnected for whatever reason from Mm. their sexuality from that life force so yeah so to Support people to reconnect and find that place of joy again. Um, yeah, it just feels really, really rewarding. Mm.
0: Thank yeah. you, Eva. It's been a pleasure having you. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Michelle.
0: You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit Brighton Talk Sex. Oh. Okay.